Coming up, what an excellent day for moms. folks just dipping in here wanted to wish everyone and especially all the moms out there a happy mother's day we hope you moms are enjoying a well-earned rest and we hope today is wonderful for you because you give all of your days up for us so please enjoy this day and this time for yourself So some folks might be wondering, uh, why is the Exorcist Minute doing a Mother's Day thing? What is this? Well, if you'll remember, our book has the events of the story beginning on April Fool's Day and ending on Mother's Day. And that's definitely not a coincidence, not just a a random day that Blatty chose. Mothers are a huge part of this story. Uh, The theme of mothers and motherhood plays a huge role in both our main characters' stories, right? Damien, because of the relationship with his mother, and Chris, because she is a mother. Right. This story is also specifically one of the Catholic faith, which is different from other uh, Christian religions uh, in its veneration of Mary, the Blessed Mother. So the theme of mothers is interwoven all throughout this thing. And for anyone who is wondering why the Exorcist Minute is doing a Mother's Day thing, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, really. Come yeah, on. come on. What do you have against mothers? Also, what are you doing listening to a podcast on Mother's Day? <laughs> go out, get out there. Give your mom a call. Give her a hug. <laughs> Sheesh. Judas Priest. Um, <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. Uh, but no, and I, I'm, I'm just going to go one extra step here. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't planning on doing this yet. Um, I've been I've been teasing this uh, this thesis that I have about this story. And I was going to wait until we got a little bit further into the story. But since we're doing a Mother's Day episode, I'm just going to drop this here, folks. Uh, there's still a question surrounding the ending of this movie, this book, this story. Critics have talked about it. Blatty himself has said that he is worried that people are going to think that the devil won. Well, I am here to say, and and folks, if you don't like spoilers, you you can skip ahead, but I'm here to say, not only does Captain Howdy not win, but I believe he has already lost before the exorcism even happens. And that is ultimately because of Chris Reagan's mother. And I will elaborate on this. I will get into why I think this is true as we get into the film. But I'm but I'm dropping it here. I believe that Captain Howdy fails in what he is trying to do because of Chris, because of Reagan's mother. And I'm excited to get into that as we continue our story. Uh, but today, uh, we just wanted to give a shout out to all the moms out there and also to our moms, because without them, we would not be here uh, doing this show. And and I'm, I'm not just talking about giving birth to us, literally, literally giving us life, um, mm-hmm. but also uh, protecting us and teaching us and raising us and encouraging us in our uh, creative slash crazy ideas and supporting us and being our number one fans. Keenan, like my mom said to me uh, uh, last week, uh, that she is our number one fan, and and we've had we've had other people say that, but for me, that's the one that counts, right? Like like <laughs> that's the one that matters, and the fact that she would be our number one fan, even if no one else was, even if no one else was listening. I mean, that's that's what it's all about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She certainly is number. She reminds me of things that I don't remember I said on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, um, and so yeah, I I thought we'd jump on here and we'd each share 
a uh, a mom memory from uh, from growing up, and then and then wish our moms a happy Mother's Day, and then and then get out of here and go celebrate Mother's Day because that's more important, right? <laughs> um, so so Keenan, you want to go first? What do you got? Uh, sure. So this is one of my favorite memories of my mother. She used to take us to soccer practice, and somehow she was like class mom and soccer mom and all that stuff, you know, oh. all the time. You don't realize how important that is until later and how much she's giving up of herself, right? Right. And we were driving down from the from the soccer park, and I had the the wind um, in my hair. You know, the the, the car windows are down, and um, we're listening to the radio together. And I got my soccer ball with me. I'm like, yeah, what a beautiful moment. And I see in my mind. Um, me putting my hand out and uh, having the soccer ball on my finger like a basketball would, like a Harlem Globetrotter basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just going in the wind. And I'm like, wow, how wonderful. And so I, I put my hand out and do that, and the soccer ball immediately just falls into the gutter. <laughs> and so <laughs> and my mom was like, what in the world are you doing? Because from her point of view, right, we're right. just sitting there minding our own business, just driving around, and I just throw a soccer ball out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, we're, so we have to go and look for it. You have to pull over and go backwards to try to find yeah. the soccer ball because it's the only one we have. And it's, mm-hmm. it's in a gutter somewhere. And, and, and she's like, why would you do that? And like, I can't possibly explain to her <laughs> how much it was because I was having such a nice time with her. Mom, the I- wind was blowing. <laughs> the- Right, I just saw us together as a team, <laughs> so I threw the soccer ball out the window. <laughs> so we had to dig through the gutter and find uh, it and bring it back home. And I'm sure oh she was gosh. complaining about that all day. <laughs> <laughs> you see, and, and like you know, I can I can see a, a, a completely different scenario. It's like, well. You're, you're not getting that back. Like, <laughs> yeah, again, like, I, you know, you don't realize how much time your mom has to take out of her, mm-hmm. her life and how much energy to go to your class stuff or whatever. And yeah, right. like she could have just left that soccer <laughs> ball there. <laughs> the fact that she pulled over mm-hmm. and, 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 and helped you go get that soccer ball. Right. I mean, yeah, you know. And these these are things that we don't think about until you know until until much later, and we realize you know once once we become you know the age mm-hmm. of you know of of like like who our moms were right. and you know and and we're like oh wow that was yeah like like she really did that that's that was pretty cool of her yeah yeah because yeah, if if that happened to me I'd be like well you're not we're not going back in that soccer ball and the kid would be like that's the only soccer ball we have like well you're not going to soccer practice anymore yeah. that's one less thing for me to do each week right. <laughs> Soccer practice is done now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so thank you, Keenan, for throwing that soccer ball in the drain. Yeah. We yeah. never have to go back to soccer practice. <laughs> you want to take up tennis? We can, uh, you know, you can throw that in the drain and then, yeah. <laughs> so how about you, Lester? Oh, my gosh. Well, I, well, firstly, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Keenan. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you, Mom, mm-hmm. for going and get that, uh, getting that soccer ball. Um, so for me, I, I had trouble... <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I, I I wrote to Keenan. I was like, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do. We're we're gonna make this a, a short episode. We're each gonna share one thing, mm. right? And then I'm and then I break my own goddamn rules." Um, <laughs> but- <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I had trouble picking uh, any specific memory. So there's so many. Um, so so I, I I sort of went with a theme, right? Like just a lot of memories, uh, sort of all about the same thing, and that is um, like you were talking about, Keenan giving herself, giving of herself, right? Like dedicating her life to making sure we were okay. And folks, yeah, like I'm, I'm the oldest of four boys. My mom had four boys, no sisters, uh, you know, four boys and a husband. So five boys essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and just like, like making sure we were okay, right? The sacrifices I didn't even realize until I got older, right? Like our mom left a pretty good, pretty secure office job in Chicago um, and opened up a daycare in our home 
in Las Vegas, right? All so that she could be closer to us um, and be a mom and raise us when I was very young, you know? And I, I just sort of assumed that that was something that every kid had and realized later that I was very lucky. Um, and actually, like, that meant that she was basically always working, mm-hmm. right? Like, because, because she'd take care of us, get us to school, and then she'd manage, you know, six to eight other kids, um, other people's kids. And and then we'd come home in the middle of that, r- right around like nap time. And now she's she's taking care of us, uh, giving us snacks and whatever. And and and, and sometimes, you know, because we were noisy, we'd wake the other kids up and <laughs> she'd have to deal with that. And and it was just this, this perfect storm of, of taking care of other people's kids and also her own kids. And then they would go home and her job still wasn't done because now she's being a mom to us and giving us all of her attention and it's it's insane even thinking about it now because as a kid you, you're you're just so selfish or I was right? right um you don't think you don't realize that that you know that these things are going on but like even on top of all that like being the caregiver being the nurturer uh that, that uh, you know that she was she would like on weekends or, or or after work she would sit down and play with us because that's that's also important, right? And, and and okay, I guess I guess we're getting into like one of the actual memories here, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I I had to lead up to that, um, you know, with everything you know that she did in addition. But I have very clear memories of mom sitting down with us and playing Mario two and Zelda, right? Like the O, like as the kids say now, the OG, right? Like the um the the original uh Legend of Zelda for the NES and and Mario 2, which I guess is, you know, Doki Doki Panic or whatever. Right. Um but, you know, like the, the the first ones, right? Like helping us beat those games because that's that's what her kids wanted, right? We were we were Nintendo fanatics and mm-hmm. we loved those two games, right? And so mom sat down, learned to play <sighs> those games helped us get further in the game. I didn't realize how much of a metaphor this is. Um, And then handed the controller back to us so that we could keep playing, right? Like specifically, I remember like Zelda, she would farm coins. She would go and kill a a, a bunch of monsters right before, before we knew what grinding was, before we knew what farming was, right? She would go and kill a bunch of monsters and then fit us up with like the best sword, the best shield, the magic ring, you know, same thing with Mario too. She would spend like a lot of time on that, like mini um, slot machine game between Mm -hmm. the levels, right? getting all the one-ups, all the extra lives, just decking us out with like, like all the, the extra bonuses. Right. And then she would not even enjoy the fruits of her labor. She would give us the controller and let us play. And I don't know, like maybe, maybe to you folks out there, that sounds a silly or unimportant. And, and I certainly didn't appreciate it when I was five or six, but on and off the clock, she was with us. She was making sure we were safe. We were fed. We were warm and also just having a good time enjoying being a kid and that like like only now when i'm older do i realize that that's like double triple duty right mm-hmm. like our mom doing the work of 3 to 5 people at any given time right. and we didn't we didn't even notice it and and that i think is is typical of society and and mothers and just how just how hard they work to take care of you so that you can take care of yourself right and like and and without them we'd be lost. And I, and I think the, the characters in this story would be lost, right? The devil would win, right? If not for mothers, right? And that's, and that's why we did this episode to, to say thank you to all the mothers and to say thank you to our moms for protecting us, for, for keeping the Captain Howdy's out of our lives and, and for being amazing, wonderful moms, uh, uh, like the best that we could ever hope for. Thank you. Thank you, mom. 
Love you. Mm-hmm. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, talk to you soon. No, oh, well, that's very nice, Lester. And mm-hmm. then, you know, in my in my family, the way that Hawaii, like we've talked about this a little bit, the way Hawaiians mm-hmm. work, you have a bunch of aunties and some of them are related mm-hmm. to you. I know, I know you also have this, but but yeah, thank you to all the, uh, you know, the um, the maternal figures in my life, in addition to my mother, my grandmother, and my, uh, my godmother, Auntie Marlene, and all of them. So yeah. yes, anyone in your life who fits that mold, uh, yeah, this is the day for that. Right. Yeah. This, this is that day. And, and honestly, like every day should be that day. Yeah. Right? Like what are we doing given one day? Come on. <laughs> one um, podcast. Okay. From now on, they're all, this is all our podcast is about. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is the mother mothers. minute. This is. <laughs> But yeah, like, and, and folks, yeah, um, uh, this is just a message out to you. If your mom is still around, give her a call today, right? If she's, if she's in the vicinity, give her up, you know, go over, go over to, Hey, you know, like, like she's only five miles away. Go, <laughs> you know, get in, get in your car, right? I don't care about gas prices. Go and give her a hug, give her some flowers, give her, you know, like, like give her, some, give her, give her a smidgen of, of what she has given you. Let her know how much you appreciate her. And, you know, wherever your mom is, if, if she's no longer with us, I, I hope that you are able to take this day to remember her and, and take heart in the fact that she made you who you are and that she lives on through you, your actions, your deeds, right? So she is, you know, uh, she is, she is still around in that way, um, you know, by, by your actions and by your deeds. Oh, well, thanks, Leslie. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So from us here at the Exorcist Minute, um, a happy Mother's Day to you all. And, and uh, especially to mom. Thank you, mom. Love you. Happy Mother's Day and, and talk to you soon. Yeah, love you, mom. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, all right, folks. Um, now, Keenan, are you are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I am, Lester. All right, folks. Until next time, the, the power, power of moms, moms compels, compels you. you.